0: I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of the Wall Street Journal. You, me, and Dupree drains Owen Wilson's tank of charm down to the fumes. The tank is large. Who doesn't enjoy Wilson's slacker geniality or his sly comic timing? Before the end of the first hour, though, there's a sense that we've already seen all we need to see of his character, Randolph Dupree, a perpetual adolescent who threatens to wreck his oldest buddy's marriage by moving in with him and his bride after serving his best man at their Wedding. Last summer, Owen Wilson co-starred with Vince Vaughn in Wedding Crashers, which was a huge success and deservedly so. Wedding Crashers had a dramatic engine along with Vince Vaughn's prodigious motor mouth. You, Me, and Dupree is little more than a showcase for Owen Wilson's shtick and a showcase in the merchandising sense of the term. The movie sells its scenes with big emotions and relentless close-ups. It sells Dupree as a free spirit, even though you wonder if this manic Peter Pan shouldn't be institutionalized. It sells him as whatever the moment requires him to be. An ignorant slob, a reader of the Mensa Bulletin, a Pied Piper, a master chef. And by selling him with such shameless insistence, it sells a gifted star short. Old friends reunite for another wedding, and Edward Burns is the groomsman. It's hard to make a strong case for this affectionate comedy. The filmmaking is prosaic and sometimes plodding, yet the movie snaps to life every now and then, and its unfashionable decency gets to you. The setting is the same as Eddie Burns has favored for more than a decade, the contemporary New York City of white middle-class suburbs. Burns plays Paulie, a journalist of unspecified credentials who's about to be married to his very pregnant girlfriend. Like his groomsmen, who include his big brother, Pauly is in his 30s but still stuck in the exurbs of adolescence where earlier hopes have been dashed and responsibilities beckon scarily. Each man has a problem, and each problem is dutifully explored. That's the prosaic part. The most affecting parts are the moments when the groomsman puts its narrative on pause for the sake of a beguiling song, or a good story like the one about Tom Seaver in the 69 Mets, or the time Cousin Mike asked Sister Dorothy to go to the boys' room, and you get the idea, and you just might enjoy the movie in spite of its flaws. Leonard Cohen redefines the notion of a suit. Far from corporate, he's a poet of dark moods and monastic inclination, a songwriter who works long and hard at writing his songs, and a gravel-throated troubadour who feels comfortable wearing suits because being a spiffy dresser was part of his birthright. His father was in the clothing business in Montreal. Leon Lunson's fine documentary, Leonard Cohen, I'm Your Man, defines Leonard Cohen largely through the admiration of fellow artists who performed his songs at an Australian concert last year at the Opera House in Sydney. Their admiration borders on the reverential, but reverence doesn't get in the way of their performances, which are varied, impassioned, and thrilling. Cohen himself performs only once at the end of the film when he's joined by U2 for a terrific rendition of Tower of Song, with Bono singing backup. In the film's interview segments, Leonard Cohen speaks of his life with a mixture of solemnity and self-amusement. He lived for several years at the Zen Center on Mount Baldy, and he describes the Zen master there as someone who deeply didn't care who I was. And the less I was of what I was, the better I felt. Well, the more this film revealed of what he was and what he is, the better I felt. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal, back on KCRW next week with more reviews.